Hey, y'all, we have a little promo before we get into the show today. It comes from the Monsters and Friends podcast, which is also a part of the Straight Up Strange podcast network that we're a part of. This is the podcast that brings you stories about Sasquatch and all his friends. Hello, friends. My name is Michael Patrick, and I'm the host of the Monsters and Friends podcast. Each week, my Bigfoot friend Barry and I fire up our trusty Winnebago, and we travel the United States in search of cryptids, legends, and lore. However, we're not looking for any old cryptid, legend, and lore. We want to introduce you to some of the monsters of the world that don't get the same spotlight as Barry's cousin Bigfoot. Did you know that in Ireland, there's an 8-foot murderous otter? Or in the Mongolian desert, there's a worm that can kill you. Instantly. Come with Barry and I each and every week as we travel the United States in search of interesting monsters and stories. Once we find them, we usually find a good spot to camp, sit around the campfire, sip on warm cider, and chat about life. Or sometimes butterflies. We'd love for you to join us each and every week and learn about the amazing things and stories that we discover. You can find the Monsters and Friends podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll chat again real soon. The Happily Ever Haunted podcast may contain graphic content that may include sexual violence, suicide, or murder. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Happily Ever Haunted. I'm Bailey. And I'm Milton. And this is the podcast where we tell you stories of the strange and unusual. Ooh. The obligatory sound effect. Of course. Um, so how is your week going? It's going. Um, it's Tuesday. And so it's the very beginning. It's the very beginning. It's been a long week already. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh my god, our dog is just chilling out in the pool. Y'all, okay, so we've been sending um Frankie, our pup, to doggy daycare like two days out the week just so we can get shit done around the house. Yeah. And the best thing about them is that they have a camera so I can watch what she's doing while she's there. And it's my very favorite. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and like i've finally gotten to the point where i don't just watch the camera all day because like the first couple of times i just like was like okay i'm gonna get this this and this done and then i just watched my dog all day which i could have done if she stayed home that's all i was gonna say <laughs> i was like i don't know how much you get done because every time i i come in there you're watching the the feeds and stuff i got a lot done today so i'm pretty happy yeah i got the fall candles out i swept i vacuumed I did my notes. <laughs> Y'all, it's a whole story. I'll get into it when it's my turn for my story. Um, I didn't get any homework done, but that wasn't really on the agenda for today. But yeah, <laughs> I got gas. Yeah? <laughs> Flatulence or? No, no, petrol. Okay. Way <laughs> <Oy vey. laughs> I got gas. I had oh, boy. Like that you was might have a, to edit that out. That was an ambiguous statement, okay? <laughs> I just have to clarify. Gas for my car. Um, we got all of our Halloween decorations up. We are missing the spiderwebs at the front door, which I'm really bummed about because we ran out of webbing. But other than that, we are all spooky in the house. We did get a new addition to our family. It's this spider. It's probably like the size of Milton's head. No, it's not. Yeah, it's about that big. It's pretty large. Um, I could have been calling your head small <laughs> until I was like, "Oh yeah, it's pretty." Large. No. <laughs> um, but so you like put it on like the ceiling or something. I'm gonna do it at the front door, and so 
it the little eyes, uh, eyes turn red and then it drops down and it's supposed to like spook you and we found it at spirit for like 25 dollars, and we found it at walmart 50 for 15 dollars. so obviously we bought the cheaper one i hope that doesn't bite us in the ass yeah <laughs> um but yeah i'm super excited to put it up because i hope like it's supposed to be motion activated so i hope when people walk by it just drops yeah, I hope so too. That'd it's gonna scare the shit out of our dog, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like the first time we go on a walk after I put it up, she's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, she's gonna be trying to bolt. Yeah, she is. She's gonna be out of there. Yeah, she's so timid. She's not a. She's not like other. She's not like regular dogs. She's, she's a cool dog. She's our dog. She's so special. But anyway, <laughs> any hoozles? Let's or, get do we into have this. Anything? The spooky stuff. I don't no, I have guess, anything. I guess not, since you're telling us to get into the spooky I stuff. I mean, do you have anything? I got a new spider. Yeah, but you already told that <laughs> I story. I know, that's my only thing. <laughs> that's my only thing. We've gotten past that point. Wait, we're on, like, what, week 75 of, like, quarantine? Right. But not really, because I'm back to school. I don't care. <laughs> I Every no day fucks. is the same. It's day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait. Um... So, yeah, let's just get into it because that's depressing. All right. Tell me um, what you got. Yeah. So, I have a pretty interesting. Oh, y'all. We dyed Milton's hair blue. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I that's something. I completely. See, this is the thing. I actually <laughs> ran into like one of our neighbors this morning and she was like, oh, what's new for you today? And I was like, uh, nothing much. And she's like, oh, well, you have blue hair. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Like, fuck. Oh, yeah. That is yeah, right. So, yeah. Um, over the weekend, um, <laughs> Bailey dyed my hair. Yeah. So, obviously, we um, lightened it and then put blue over it. And then we sent pictures to his family. Do you want, do you want to tell them? Uh, I mean, they they wanted me to kind of hang out in the blonde space. Yeah. So, I sent the, like, before, during, and after. And all of them were like, oh, we like the blonde. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling the blonde too. I mean, I, I like the blue, uh, but the, the blonde Dennis Rodman was blonde. that blonde was hidden though. Ain't we, could put, we could put silver over it for Cisco. No, I'm not trying to be Cisco. <laughs> I mean, that would be a cool Halloween costume if COVID I mean, wasn't great. happening next year. Um, Hopefully, <laughs> plus size Cisco. That'd be lit. Um, I would love it. I would like that too. Um, but yeah, I have blue hair. It's yeah. a thing. It's a vibe. And we're going to shave it off in like a couple of weeks and then do blonde. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. That shit's going to suck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a baby. The whole time he was like, oh, it's Man, burning. Baby. That shit hurts. It burns. Look, no pain, no gain. It burns. No pain, no gain. And this is the first time I've ever dyed my hair. Like he's never done nothing to um, his hair. Mainly because like just didn't i never ran across people that dyed their hair a lot so it just was never an idea until and I now had, like, you have a wife that went to cosmetology school yeah and so um and i'm not going to work anytime soon at least physically um so i was like why not fuck it okay yeah so um i'll post a picture because i've kept i i posted on like twitter and stuff and i was like what color should we dye it um and now it's died so <laughs> it's died curl up and die i try on that too i'll try not to it's a it's a hair never mind it's a what it's a hair salon and like walks a hatchery or something oh yeah yeah. curl yeah. up and d-y-e instead yeah. d-i-e just yeah. curl you know okay all right i got okay. you i got you the it's puns. so punny the puns yeah so anyways, now are we ready to jump I think we're ready now. <laughs> Go for it. Now that we gotten through the major development of the episode. <laughs> Spiders and hair Spiders coloring. and hair dye. Uh that's the name of the episode. Uh no, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> Or are we? Or, or are we? So yeah. The cat's meow. I found a interesting story um today. Well, this week. And Oh, did you? Yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool. It has some true crime elements to it uh, that I think Bailey will enjoy. Uh, also, if you're not listening to Unsolved and Explained, definitely do that. Oh, yeah. I meant to share that, too. We're on episode three when this comes out. We're on episode three of Unsolved and Explained, where me and Corey, my co-host from Minnesota, um, discuss different unsolved murders and unexplained disappearances. 
Yeah. So definitely check that out. I definitely forgot the word murder. <laughs> but but yeah, so this story has some true crime. Always, of course, has the paranormal. And so today I'm going to be covering the King's Tavern in no, no, Natchez, no, no, Mississippi. No, 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 no. Ooh. So you know my squiggle letter. Squiggle letter I. Squiggle letter. Squiggle letter I. Humpback, humpback I. Sorry, I had to. Oh my god. <laughs> so the King's Tavern is an old bar located in downtown Natchez, Mississippi. Natchez is a town alongside the Mississippi River and the border of Mississippi and Louisiana. I really hate that uh that name. Natchez? Yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was Natchez. Which Natchez. isn't better. Yeah. I don't <laughs> it's not know. it's Natchez. I but... say it's Natchez. Uh, the tavern is the oldest building in Natchez and predates the American Revolution. The King's Tavern was built in 1769 and was originally built to be a blockhouse for the British Army. Oh, do we have pictures? Uh, oh, yeah, we do have pictures. Okay. So a blockhouse is a small fortification, usually consisting of one or more rooms with loopholes allowing its defenders to fire in various directions. So basically it was just a house that had a bunch of openings in which it, if people were coming to attack, they could defend themselves from all directions. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So the building was constructed using beams taken from scrapped New Orleans sailing ships and wood from dismantled riverboats since there weren't any sawmills nearby. The building remained a blockhouse until the eventual defeat of the British in the Revolutionary War. Oh, it's like a log cabin. Yeah, yeah, it's very wood, wood like, very dark. It is woody. Yeah, I didn't want to say woody. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to avoid that at all costs. Giggity, giggity, goo. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a very cabin like, uh, a lot of wood, very dark wood too. Um, you know where else there's a lot of wood. What? In the forest. That's true. Good job. <laughs> I did not. I was very fearful to answer that question. Um, in 1789, a New Yorker by the name of Richard King moved his family to Natchez, where he bought the building and converted it to an inn and tavern. That's a big move, New York to to Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. It also served as the town's post office since mail was dropped off here. Save the post office. Yes. Save the postal service. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's all the same. Synonymous. It's fine. Yeah, I would say. Um, his inn business was very successful because of the need for boatmen and weary stage riders to have a secure place to rest for the night. Also, the tavern was generating revenue, selling alcohol and beverages to visitors and locals alike. Same. On top of everything, people would come to the tavern to get their mail sent out and also hang out and read their mail in the tavern. I thought that was weird. Like, people were just hanging out, reading their mail in this yeah, bar. What year is this? It's, it's 1700s. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's the only way you communicate. There's no phones. I'm assuming. No, but I'm think. just like everyone in the space reading mail. I mean, like, I would <laughs> do it. Like, it's like Starbies. Like, it's you a newspaper. Your, you read your your letters from your like friends and loved ones. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I hello, would... mother. What did I? What did you do on the farm today? <laughs> <laughs> I fetched three buckets of milk. Three buckets of milk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. I shucked corn. I shucked. <laughs> this was a very eventful day, mother. <laughs> All of the things together made the tavern a very, very popular place in town. With the business booming and the townspeople loving the King family, they became prominent and very respected people in Natchez. However, things will soon take a turn for the worst. So during this prosperous time, outlaws began settling in Natchez. They preyed on the boatmen and visitors, made a living from gambling and robbing people, and sometimes not thinking twice of killing their victims. Hey, I have a joke. Yes. What are the two worst kind of people in the world? 
uh, flat earthers <laughs> and races. Okay, so this joke was made before I think like flat earth society like really became a thing and racists were still kind of in the closet um, because Trump wasn't elected. But anyways, um, I digress. Outlaws and in-laws. Get it. Uh, uh <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I try. Okay. So after these outlaws would do their business, they would stay at the King's Tavern. Probably the most famous of these outlaws are the Harp Brothers. Originally from North Carolina, Mikaja Big Harp and Wiley Little Harp. I think I just decided our son's first name. Mikaja? Yes, it's definitely. <laughs> it's M-I-C-A-J-A-H. Micaja? Yeah, I don't know. Um, But they were born as Joshua Misa and Hoff? William Harp. What? <laughs> they were born as Joshua and William Harp. Oh, those are my Harper. Favorite. Harper, sorry. The Harp brothers are believed to be the first recorded serial killers of American history. Oh, Jesus. They traveled across the country through Tennessee, Kentucky, Illinois, and Mississippi. They were known for taking delight in torturing, and torturing, mutilating, and finally killing their victims. They would only kill when provoked, but the problem is that they were easily provoked. So they were always provoked. So they were always provoked to kill. So basically they killed a bunch of people. Shocker. It is said that they killed at least 39 people, though no one can say for sure what that true number was. And like many serial killers to come, they had a signature move. If a body was found with the guts ripped out, and an open chest cavity filled with stones, then it was a telltale sign that the Harp brothers committed the murder. So after the brothers would do their murders, they would go back to Natchez and the King's Tavern. With all of the outlaws coming to the tavern to hang out, the business lost many customers due to the questionable crowd that would be there. To make matters worse, the inn lost a lot of business due to the invention of the steamboat. So the steamboat could travel up and down the Mississippi River at a quick pace so people did not need to stay overnight for travel purposes. Plus, with the outlaws running around traveling in and out of town was not safe, which hurt the business as well. So they basically had like the perfect shitstorm happened to them yeah <laughs> because they had all the outlaws come in they had the steam the invention of the steamboat it was just all downhill from there the industrial revolution was a bitch yeah it was i mean yeah i'm so thankful for it though because i feel yeah. like without it we wouldn't have ac exactly i mean yeah <laughs> like i think progress had to be made like you know it is what it is you so could, either adapt or or, you know, get lost in the shuffle. I was listening to this podcast the other day, speaking of AC real quick. And um, we're talking about, they live in LA, the podcasters. And um, they're not from there, though. And they were talking about, like, uh, AC. And up until we traveled to San Francisco, I had no idea that places didn't have AC. Like... I worked hard finding a hotel at a reasonable price with air conditioning. Yeah. So, you know, if you're not, if you've never been to Texas or basically anywhere in the South, you know, it's hot as balls. Yeah, it's hot. And so AC is basically a, a minimum requirement I mean, for anything. But to be fair, <laughs> I did grow up with just like window units. That's still AC. Yeah. I call instead it. of like central. Yeah. But still like these places had nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no. So I grew so I grew up with central air and so when I started like dating Bailey and they still had window units and shit, I was like, bro, this sucks. But my my room was always like sixty degrees. Yeah, no, it was always cold because we had like a big ass window unit. Yeah. And it was always like, running at like it at high speed. Yeah. And my my fan was always on. But central air just hits different. 
Um, you don't like have to wait to cool down. <laughs> exactly. It's just like uh, every time. But you know what? I appreciate the air every time we walk in <laughs> so much more. And so, um, so yeah, like Bailey said, when we went to San Francisco, we made sure we had a hotel with air conditioning because we're not staying anywhere with no air conditioning. And then we pull up at San Francisco and it's, and it's fucking cold. cold in <laughs> August. It's cold. I was wearing sweaters <laughs> and like I didn't take sweater weather appropriate clothing because oh, it was like, oh, it's California. No, it's like. And it wasn't even Northern California. <laughs> yeah. So, we, yeah, we totally played ourselves on that. Yeah, I fucked up. Next time I'm taking better clothes. Yeah. It does get hot during the day, though. It gets muggy. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. With the business on the decline, the tavern was sold in 1817. So even though the tavern was sold, some spirits would stay behind. Okay. So that's like next level because spirits are like alcohol and then spirits or ghosts if you have to explain a joke it doesn't it's, it's next it that's it, it, next level <laughs> it was so good <laughs> so <laughs> thank you yeah. uh so while the tavern was booming richard king was famous and well liked unfortunately some of that attention went to his head king had hired a pretty 16 year old girl to be a server her name was Madeline, a beautiful, engaging young woman who caught his attention. Richard seduced Madeline because he wanted her, and Madeline because he wanted her, duh. <laughs> and Madeline gladly became his mistress. Um, I totally thought you were gonna say his midriff. <laughs> <laughs> she just became his midriff. She became his midsection. Um. Mrs. King found out about their illicit love, and according to local legend, Madeline disappeared sometime after Mrs. King found out about the affair. She was fed to the alligators. Many believe, okay, so now that you went there, many believe that Mrs. King killed Madeline and hid the body in the tavern's walls. I'm not saying I'd kill somebody, but like, if that happened to me, I'm not saying that I wouldn't. Some people believe that she hired some outlaws to quote unquote take care of the mistress so when the tavern sold it became a private home it would remain a private home for over 150 years the family that purchased the home needed to do some renovations to strip the building while repairing the chimney in the main room of the tavern three mummified bodies of one girl and two men were found no, thank you. One of them is believed to be Madeline. The murder weapon, a dagger, was found in uh, another fireplace in another room. So, I guess the theory is that either Madeline was killed by some outlaws. I've also, I think I read somewhere while researching this that um, because, you know, the kings did own slaves. And... They believed that Madeline was killed with some slaves that got on Mrs. King's like bad side. What do you think? I would believe that she hired some people. Like she and didn't do it she, herself, but she she hired them and then like crossed them basically. So murder for hire. Yeah, murder for hire. But then like covered her tracks. Oh. Which is kind of a G way of handling that situation. I guess if you're gonna murder somebody, if you're gonna murder someone, hire them and then. But that's very um, Charles Manson of you. Oh, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, like, I'm not saying like recruit them. I wouldn't say I would do that. I'm just saying that like, like real G's move in silence, like lasagna. Like, oh my like god! Like Lil Wayne Calm says, down. that was childish Cambino. That was not childish. It was. No, that was not. It was. I swear to God. Bailey, I swear to you on everything that I love. That I'm about that to was Google. A little Wayne verse. It was in six seven. Six ah six foot seven foot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, man, that was the song of my senior year. Point is, <laughs> I know about hip hop. Um, <laughs> and the point I can't is, remember shit. <laughs> no, the point is though. Um, I just think that that's like a really no, boss way think, of handling. It. I'm well, not I saying I think it's I... very hands off, and I think it's really pussy 
way to do shit. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you got to do something, you got to do it. You can't just oh. leave it up to somebody else. Oh, but I'm very Charles Manson. <laughs> what? No, Charles Manson had other people. He never killed anybody. I understand. I'm just saying, like, you're just very, that was very aggressive. <laughs> like, I'm going to do this shit myself. My bare fucking hands. <laughs> I didn't say that. I would definitely feed them either to pigs or alligators. So isn't that kind of hands off? But if I'm taking them to... Either piggies or to the swamp, like I'm doing it myself. Okay, sure. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's it. We're we're getting into semantics now, but okay. <laughs> so, sure, 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 sure. Employ- I mean, my way's better, but okay. <laughs> oh, I, I, is it? I mean, I guess. I mean, either I just way, want to make sure that shit's done right. Either way, no one's coming back to you. Nothing's coming back to you at that point. Because animals saying, can't talk. I'm just saying, if you hire a hit guy, somebody else knows about what you did. That's true. And what's the saying? Two people can keep a secret if one of them's dead. True. See? True, true, true. True, 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 true. But I'm never going to kill anybody. <laughs> so. Y'all just uh, just be on the lookout if I die. Oh, uh, my God. You're worth way more to me alive than you are dead. Oh, um that's a good thing that means i love you i know i'm just saying like just the way that was says like damn i hope it doesn't flip anytime (laughs) soon um plus i'm working way too hard for this career not to like just to throw it away so if you see bailey on episode snapped um (laughs) (laughs) so employees at the tavern believe that uh madeline is responsible for most of the paranormal mischief that takes place at the tavern People who have worked at the tavern have reported electrical anomalies, doors opening and closing, and other noises unaccounted for. The it's ma- a cat. <laughs> the manager of the tavern has a video of the bar refrigerator opening on its own after hours. The Mississippi Society of Paranormal Investigators investigated the restaurant and reported, quote, Madeline appears at odd times and is sometimes a prankster, knocking jars off of shelves, pouring water on the floors, turning the lights on and off, and breaking glasses. Also from the report, quote, There are also claims of seeing a man with no face wearing a red hat, hearing male voices talking when no one is there, and the shadows and apparitions of both a large man and a na- and a Native American person. Well, I hate that. It is also believed that one of the Hart brothers haunts the tavern along with one of his victims. According to the legend, a mother with a fussy infant was staying at the tavern's inn. Big Harp, uh, so the oldest Harp, uh, Mikaja, uh, annoyed with the incessant crying grabbed the baby from the mother's arms and threw the baby to the ground, killing him instantly. What the fuck? Several witnesses have reported hearing a child crying, which appeared to be coming from the upstairs area of the tavern. However, it was always at times when no one was upstairs. There have also been EVPs captured of what is believed to be the Hart brother. The activity... <laughs> At the tavern caused the Ghost Adventures crew to investigate on season six, episode 26. I've just decided that every single one of your episodes can be. <laughs> I literally haven't had the a reference to them in like four or five episodes. You're so proud of yourself. Like, don't shave me like that. Honestly, like, that's how I'm going to start doing my research. I'm just going to watch Ghost Adventure episodes. <laughs> that's it. It's going to be my only reference at the end and everything. Uh, okay, so since we're talking about this. It's actually, I saw like a little, I didn't watch a whole episode, I watched like a, a recap. Uh, it's actually pretty interesting because one of the crew members gets uh, possessed. I'm not saying it's not interesting. I'm just no, saying, no, I'm so just, I'm, I'm, just I'm, I'm giving the listeners oh, okay, 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 okay. context. Okay, Thank you. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's pretty interesting because one of the crew members gets like possessed and uh and it's like really fucking weird because it's just like um i think it's like aaron gets like pushed by a spirit and like the other guy i don't think he's like a part of the crew like currently um 
the other guy's like, oh, I tried to tell you that there was something coming. Like, he was being very, like, uh, arrogant. Yeah. And uh, he just, like, stayed that way for, like, a good, like, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And it was, like, super fucking weird. Um, And they were, like, locked in the tavern that night. So it was super crazy. Uh, So definitely recommend watching it if you have the time. So the King's Tavern is open for business and is highly rated. I think it has 4.7 stars on Google. And like when I so when I did the research, um, I kept getting like at the end of my like reason, like story I would read or something like that. It would be like, oh, the the restaurant uh, let us stay to eat dinner and I had the best prime rib I ever had. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're like, oh, they have uh, the best brisket to die for and all this shit. I'm like, all right, damn, like, plug endlessly. Like, um, yeah, so apparently the food's really fucking good if you decide to go. And um, you might also get haunted. Yeah. And so if you want to get some dinner and have some drinks and experience some ghosts, you have a one-stop shop. Also. Oh, are you done? Yes, I am done. Okay, my bad. For those that want to know. So this comes out on Thursday. Monday night. Speaking of people feeding their like husbands to animals. Uh, Carol Baskins did her first dance on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> what, a, what a segue. I try. <laughs> I really, really do. Okay, what are your resources? My resources are onlyinyourstate.com, insider.com, ghost.hauntedhouses.com, travelchannel.com, wikipedia.org, allthatsinteresting.com, hauntedeepsouth.blogspot.com, and mississippi-spi.blogspot.com. Good job. You did so well. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I won't I really kill you like today. Story. You won't kill me today? <laughs> yeah, you did oh, so good. well. Hey, I get to live, y'all. <laughs> hey. What a time to be alive. Um. Okay, so this week I am discussing something. Like, it's interesting, but that's not what I set out to discuss <laughs> at the beginning of the week. Um. So I had originally, like, found the Detroit Masonic Temple, um, which is a Freemason's temple. And everywhere that I find on the internet, it's like, oh, it's hella haunted. It's so haunted. Top 10 haunted places in America. Oh, it's so scary, right? And then, like, I found the history of it all. And then I couldn't find any ghost stories. <laughs> and the one ghost story I did find, it was like, oh, the the guy that built the actual building, George Mason, George Mason mm-hmm. he climbed up to, his, to the top of the roof. roof. Oh, my God. He climbed to the top of the roof after um, declaring b- bankruptcy, you know, like Michael Scott. And uh, <laughs> after declaring bankruptcy and his wife left him and completed suicide. But that is not what happened at all. He died when he was like 90 years old in like 1940 or 1960 something um, in his bed at home. So I was like, okay, like that's not. And I re- like I found some things that said it was haunted for like by him, but then the owner like did an interview and was like, "That's just all an urban legend. Like I've never had anything happen here." Oh, of course he would say that. I mean, like, but I believe because he was like, uh, like all the, all the shit that goes along with it, it's made up anyways. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of believe him. <laughs> so we're jumping to a different topic, and this week there's a haunting in Savannah. Because this week I'm discussing the Pirate's House in Savannah, Georgia. You see what I did there? <laughs> Instead of there's a murder I don't in know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't ring well with me. There's a murder in Savannah. <laughs> um, you're dead. Oh. Um, Man, I have my back turned. So you can't play that game. <laughs> so, for the for the record... Bailey For just finger- home, <laughs> Bailey just finger gunned me. I thought you were just gonna say <laughs> Bailey just fingered me. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't stop. 
That would have been weird. Um, <laughs> because of the office. Yes. But my back's turned. So there's no way. I mean, I, I yes, I guess I am dead. But, you know, that's a very shady way of doing it. Well, at least you're not having somebody else do it for you. Dang. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay, I'll start now. Okay. So, like I said, I'm covering the Pirate's House in Savannah, Georgia. The Pirate's House is a restaurant and tavern. We're both covering taverns. Oh, hey, look at that. Hey, in the South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Um, a part of the building was built in 1734, making it the oldest building in Georgia and one of the oldest in America. <laughs> It is located off of the Savannah River that feeds off of the Atlantic Ocean. And this is what separates Georgia from South Carolina. Oh, snap. So we both have taverns along rivers that separate them from states. Yeah. <laughs> like you just totally copied me. Who would have known? <laughs> you just copied my swag. To be fair, I didn't know what you were covering. Um, yeah. So that also makes this a seaport town. Apparently like Milton's. Mine's cooler. Um. The original building, uh, the original building was built at the Trustees Garden. This building was the Herb Garden, uh, built in 1734, um, that was in the Trustees Garden. So, the plants that were grown in the Trustees Garden was cotton, spices, indigo, and medicinal herbs. Oh. uh, Mulberry trees were also planted to help produce wine and silk. But the trees did not do so well here. So guess what trees they did plant? What? Peach? Yes. Oh, of course. (laughs) So the trustees garden was an experimental garden that was in Savannah up until 1753 when Savannah had become well established. So they did away with the garden in 1753 and it was developed into a residential area. The herb garden was then made into an inn. Because Savannah had become such a popular spot. It was the perfect place for an inn because it was situated just a block from port. The inn was also super popular with seamen, giggity, (laughs) (laughs) and pirates. So tunnels were created under Savannah that ran from the inn to the river and some uh, additional like other restaurants and stuff like that. So I'm assuming this tunnel was manipulated for malicious usage. Can you not jump? (laughs) Jesus. Would you stop? Do you mind? We're not there yet. <laughs> the tunnels <laughs> the tunnels were used to transport goods, but it was also used for more nefarious reasons. Boom. <laughs> now we're there. <laughs> so pirates would use the tunnels to kidnap drunk men and take them to their ships. Very Shanghai tunnels. Yeah. Go back and listen to that episode. Do you know which episode that was? Three, four. <laughs> no, I don't remember. In the beginning. In the very beginning. So they would take them in and make them their indentured servants on the ship. And men, the men would wake up like millions of miles, not really, like miles off of shore. <laughs> <laughs> millions of miles. <laughs> you don't have to laugh that hard. They will, they will. <laughs> it's just funny. Like they're millions of miles away. Like they're probably just in the ocean. In the ocean? The ocean. Um, so, yeah, they would wake up some amount of miles away from shore. Somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow. Are you done? Are you done or are you finished? Yes. Okay. So, and realize that they're not on solid ground. But they would be their indentured servants to the pirates on the uh, ships. Many people in Savannah started to stay away from the area because of the crime. So, the inn was used up until World War II. In 1945, it was bought from the Savannah Gas Company. They planned to demolish it because it had become dilapidated over the years. Because people stopped going there and stuff, you know, because nefarious activity. Mm-hmm. But, it was saved from demolition by Mary Hillier. Her husband, Hansel Hillier was the president of the gas company. And she and some of the ladies of Savannah wanted to restore it to General Oglethorpe's vision of Savannah, which was the inn, like the Pirate's House Inn, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Are you following? Are you tracking? Yes. (laughs) So back to the Pirate's House, it went. 
So it got renovated back to the Pirates House. Then in 1953, Herb Traub Jr. and James Casey, two businessmen, opened the Pirates House as a tea room. Cool. Then in the 1990s, the upstairs area of the Pirates House was used as a jazz club and ran by Ben Tucker and Emma Kelly, who were famous in Savannah. Oh. Yeah. Culture. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's no longer a jazz club. The upstairs is now used as a gift shop. It's not what I was expecting. (laughs) What were you expecting? I don't know. Not a gift shop. A brothel? Not a brothel. (laughs) Do those even exist anymore? Um, The main part operates as a restaurant, bar, and an event space. It's also one of the most haunted places in America. Dun, dun, dun. I'm here for it. Are you? Yes. The upstairs area is the most active for ghostly for ghost activity. So I'm going to start in the second floor and then work my way down to the basement. Okay. Laughter can often be heard coming from upstairs. Like you can hear it when you're in the main area from upstairs mm-hmm. when no one's up there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Employees have also seen apparitions in this area. While the upstairs was used as a jazz club, the coffee pot that was kept in the kitchenette would throw itself against the wall on a regular basis. And I just want to know if they kept having to rebuy coffee pots. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if it would shatter or not. Um, I couldn't find an answer to that question. Then there's a scar-faced ghost named Captain Flint. He died at the pirate's house while it was an inn. He roams that. Uh, from the second floor down to the basement but his favorite place like so he'll like make like a beeline all the way up from the second floor down to the basement to where the tunnel is like walled off now oh yeah wow yeah so at the main floor of the restaurant present uh, presence can be felt from employees and visitors they said that they feel like they're always being like watched so that's a great feeling yeah <laughs> Um, an apparition of an 18th century seaman hangs out on the first floor. So, I put a picture of an 18th century seaman in your pictures. You said 18th century? Yeah. So, what what is that? What year is that? 1700. Okay. Thank you. Like, late 1700s, like 1780s, 1790s. That's not how I expect a pirate to look. <laughs> What did you expect? A peg leg and a fucking macaw? No, no. Like, I'm not expecting that, but like, I don't know. He looks super friendly. <laughs> well, this is just like a drawing. They could look mean, I'm sure. Like, he looks like someone that would be like hitchhiking on a train somewhere. Like, not like hitchhiking, the thing that you do. Sorry. I don't know that one. She doesn't know either. Like, it's, like, the, you know. Yeah, when you get into, like, the. Like, you know what I'm talking about, though? Like, the people, like, the the stick and the handkerchief and, like. Yeah, my mom has a bunch of clowns (laughs) dressed up like that at her house. Yeah, that's what he, he, it looks like someone that would do that, I guess. I don't know. So, I read that it's called train hopping, but that's not the word. That's not the word at all. Like, checking almost, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like when you run and jump on uh, the boxcar, which is illegal, by the way. Yes, I'm, I'm very worried. <laughs> well, some listeners maybe didn't know. An apparition of an 18th century seaman hangs out on the first floor, but he's a bit of a bully. He'll walk through the kitchen and glare at the cooks. Like, I guess he doesn't like their cooking. Just like walk through and just mean muggle. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming he wasn't as friendly as the drawing that I posted for you. No. Um, the chairs and the place settings in the first floor in the dining room are always rearranged during the night after the restaurant closes. It's assumed by employees that the ghosts gather to talk shit at night. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to move on to the basement, okay? Okay. So, a few years ago, a police officer went down to the basement because he was curious, apparently, and saw an apparition of a man of two men carrying another man that appeared to be drunk through the wall that leads to the tunnel. What? Yeah, so, like, they were, like, kidnapping that guy. 
Oh, fuck. Yeah. But they're all dead. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, we got that. And they're going through the wall. Another time, a waitress went downstairs to the basement and became very dizzy and started to feel sick to her stomach. She went back upstairs and began to feel better. The next day when she went in for her shift, she began to feel sick again, dizzy and like upset stomach. Yeah. It somehow, somehow she figured out, I don't know if somebody told her or what the fuck, but she figured out that the entities in the house were punishing her for entering the tunnel area, like in the basement, mm-hmm. and she quit. I thought, but I thought the tunnel was walled off. It, I mean, yeah, it is, but like she can't. She went to like the tunnel area, like close to like where it, where you, if where there you wasn't would a wall. Enter the tunnel. Yeah. And they buttoned down. Yeah, These they, are my they punished her. Like, hey, you too close to this entrance. Which makes <laughs> me like it makes me wonder if like women were allowed down in the tunnels. Uh, unless they're like being raped. It's probably a hard no. <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah, like unless like what you said. So, she just quit her job. Uh, understandable. I don't I mean, know. I, I would can quit, deal. too, but I don't, I've don't. i never quit a job without having something lined up. My financial future. <laughs> so, you're just going to sit there and be tormented by ghosts until no, you I'm have something lined up? No, I'm going to go on sick leave. Up? The FMLA. <laughs> Man, you know damn well. <laughs> I know. I've worked in the food industry. It sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what FMLA? <laughs> Um, so the paranormal ghost hunters of North Georgia investigated the pirate's house during an event at the restaurant. During this investigation, an investigator felt something trying to steal his flashlight out of his pocket. Oh. He grabbed the, is that a flashlight or are you just happy to see me? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Don't Okay. He grabbed the flashlight and reported that his hand became colder and colder as he was holding onto it. He ended up dropping the flashlight because, like, his hand got so cold. And he said that he felt that he was being bullied into giving the spirit what it wanted. Oh, wow. Yeah. The spirit's just a big (laughs) asshole. I just need your light. (laughs) Like, can you imagine how much energy that is to, like, pull a flashlight out of a podcast? A podcast, a pocket? (laughs) Pull a podcast out of your pocket? Yeah. No, pull a flashlight out of a podcast. (laughs) Uh, pull a flashlight out of a podcast. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's a, ton a lot. Of, so much energy. That's more energy than I have. But I think if you pull any podcast out of a flashlight, it'd be this one. <laughs> <Did I>? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's all I have for you. My resources are the nightlyspirits.com, ghost.hauntedhouses.com, and thepiratehouse.com. What did you think? I think. It was pretty great. Yeah. I mean, we've got kidnapping. We've got alcohol. We've got... <laughs> I mean, there was definitely raping going down on down in the in the tunnels. Like, it was all kinds of crime, they said. Right. I'm, I'm assuming drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, we... I mean, we've got a... We got herb garden. An herb garden? An herb garden. Um, <laughs> Why'd you say it so many times? Because at first I said herb... Like her bowmaster, but it's not. It's not not like him. Um, and then we have a tea room and a jazz club. Mm-hmm. Covered all the bases. Know. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> um, Help. So this, I think, I feel like our stories, uh, basically were like the the Spider Man meme. Where they're like pointing <laughs> we're at each other. Yeah. Um, because they're virtually the same minus like a few details i mean we didn't have a i didn't have a tunnel yeah but you know i had all the crime all the crime um so is this just the tavern episode (laughs) this is the tavern episode (laughs) thank you for listening hope you liked it hope you found a new restaurant to go to oh and uh the pirate's house offers haunted tours Oh, yeah, and right now with COVID, they're offering tours of 10 people or less. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah get out to Savannah. Just don't be murdered in Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> don't get haunted. Don't get murdered. What if they want to be haunted? I mean, like, unless you want to be. I'm always-
always a little mad when we go to haunted places and don't get haunted. Really? Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little mad. You're perturbed. Yeah, I'm always just like, we didn't see shit. Not an orb, not a flash of light. I didn't feel a cold spot. Most of the time, I wish I could feel a cold spot. It's hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Going through menopause. Um, <laughs> Twenty-seven. Yeah. Menopause. Yeah. yeah. Early menopause. That seems right. Yeah, it tracks. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Are you not? Like, are you always, like, super excited when nothing happens? I mean, I'm just, I want something to happen. I just don't know. Like, there's this thing, like, if you wish for something to happen, it's going to happen, but not, not really. in the way you expect it to. Not really, because I always want something to happen. <laughs> but, like, just, like, that one time you're like, fuck, I really want this to happen. Like, I really want to experience this ghost. And then it's like the worst possible experience. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Okay, so like, you know, we went and saw that painting at the Driscoll. Fuck, I'm trying to find the name of that painting. Um, In Austin. And like, that shit was creepy. Like, hella creepy. Oh, okay, there it is. I swear I, I smelled cigarette, uh, not cigarette, cigar smoke when we were there you think you smelled something while I smelled something. oh yeah when we went into the bathroom i smelled something yeah the bathroom was creepy as fuck yeah and apparently it's hella haunted the women's bathroom yeah i would like to go stay the night there yeah yeah that'd be something <laughs> that'd be cool i'll go do it myself no nah, no nah, i want to go i'll take my ouija board and go uh, yeah you get that part <laughs> go by yourself <laughs> i'll that, find somebody that shit. right there yeah i have two out. friends that live like at in austin and then and then they'll come like over. you need to quarantine for two weeks and like are you afraid to go cleanse <laughs> yourself of the spirits and the energy Save that you expose that you exposed yourself to playing with this fucking ouija board you'd make me sage myself outside of because you're, you're not bringing that into the house okay <laughs> like, I, I don't think anything would happen it's fine or I could go to the minger. Yeah. I do love me a good minger. Stay. Just don't don't bring a Ouija board. At least now I could go to the bar. And if you do bring a Ouija board, quarantine for two weeks. And don't bring it back. <laughs> and don't bring it back. <laughs> We're following social distancing <laughs> guidelines for the afterlife as well. <laughs> okay. All right. So I guess that could wrap up our episode. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Now that I know that you don't want to talk to spirits with me. Uh, no. I'm good. <laughs> um, okay, don't forget to rate us five stars if you like this episode. Send us a picture of your five-star review and we'll send some stickers out to you. Keep support the postal service. That's, that's, that's not the right thing, babe. That's what? my line. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, <already> anyway, <laughs> that's fine. Um yeah, so don't forget to follow us on our social medias. So the social meds. For uh, Twitter, it's at H-E-H podcast. On Instagram, it's at Happily Ever Haunted Podcast, one word. And then Facebook, it's uh, Happily Ever Haunted Podcast. And yeah, if you love the show, leave us a review. We love to hear your feedback from you guys. And we'd love to just interact with you any way possible. Yeah. <laughs> and so on that note, remember those that haunt together, stay together. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.